When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Steve Stoneman. So honored to be here. Oh, great, great to have, have you. you, Steve. Our number one fan. Maybe our only fan, but still. <laughs> Wait, I who's going to find that very gonna... hard to believe that I'm your only fan? <laughs> <laughs> so who's going to leave messages now that you're on? Well, I'm going to continue to leave messages. <laughs> Thank you're going to keep hearing from me Thank on you. Anchor. <laughs> yes, so we have a lot of things to review. Before we do a deep dive into this, can you introduce yourself and tell us what your uh, relationship with the Kevin and Bean Show has been over the years? Sure. Okay, well, let's go back to, you know, growing up in Santa Barbara. As a kid, you know, I always was into the alternative and punk as well as rock music. And the only station I could listen to was one in Santa Barbara called KTYD which was mostly classic rock, but then would still throw in Elvis Costello and just certain songs every once in a while. So I always knew about Karo Q and the station and the songs it played, but I was too far away to get the signal. So when I moved down to Orange County after school, that's when I was able to start listening to K-Rock on the Reg in the morning show in particular, it was Richard Blade. And then all of a sudden these two guys come on, Kevin and Bean. So I basically have listened to Kevin and Bean since they first came on the air. Wow. And when did the Drops Library begin? You know, I found it somewhere. I can't remember what website had those drops available to download. And then I was able to convert them into ringtones. So, <laughs> and then I've got other ones that Omar has been very nice to email me. You got a fly nice. on your head. Oh, and nice. He, he gave me, that's high praise. You know, I love that drop. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really cool drop. Were you doing yeah. ringtones when it was hard to do it? Because kids don't yeah. remember in the old days, it was really hard. You had to download them, <laughs> yeah. email it to me yourself, convert them, mm -hmm. make them a ringtone. Yeah, it, it was something that I learned how to do. And then time would go by and I'd forget. And I'd have to try to relearn it all again on how mm -hmm. to do it. Now it's super easy with the program I've got. So how long were you listening to K-Rock and Richard Blade in the morning before Kevin and Bean started? It was probably, you know, I couldn't put a number on it exactly. Uh, maybe six months. I don't know. Okay. Because I, I remember that too. Just I started listening to K-Rock like in 86, 87. Because, you know, that's when I was a kid and, and you know, uh -huh. I didn't watch the news. Um, <laughs> and then the morning show is what I used to do, what I used to get ready for school. You know, used to do, listen to for getting ready to school. And then that's when Kevin and Bean transitioned over. Yeah, real, yeah, I've known in the listening to you guys that you have been listening for a long time like me. Yeah. And I would be, say I'm an old. <laughs> as much as it pains <laughs> me to say that. <laughs> OAP, as Bean would call it. And they, they used to have the, the drops on the website so you could download for ringtones and other things, right? Is that where you got them? I think it was either on the website or if it was Kevin and Bean Archive or another place. I can't remember. Well, yeah. I know listening um, in like, because I'm in like 2008, 2009, um, but they would uh, say, yeah, it's up on the website for you guys to download for ringtones and things like that. So I know it was on the K-Rock site. 
yeah, then that's probably where I got a lot of them. And if, I mean, if why you did not it before this, this is America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Lindsay's going to play through through a lot of the messages. Yes. So essentially, I cut out everything, all of the Steve files, um, and including our reactions to them as uh, a bonus segment so that you can react <laughs> to them. There is some shade thrown when you didn't respond to my Facebook message where I accused you of ghosting me, which doesn't even make any sense because when you don't respond to someone in the beginning, that does not count as ghosting. But other than that, it's mostly overwhelmingly positive. And that was really a joke anyway. So <laughs> it's well start. deserved, actually. <laughs> let's start with call one. Start off with the we got uh, calls on our phone line. We are actually <laughs> behind on calls on our phone line. We had four calls, the level that we normally get. So let's start by giving them all a listen. Quitters never give up. Hey, Stephen PV checking in again. And I just want to hear what you guys think about a show idea that's going on right now with Ralph. And he's getting people calling in with the favorite driving songs and what's the best one. And he's landed on Panama, which I can't argue with. You know, personally for me, Long, Long Way From Home from Foreigner is one that is my personal favorite. But that's just me. And I want to know what you guys and so the call it cut off there. He wants to know our road song. Mine was the Tari's Boys of Summer. Nice. Mine was Jesus Built My Hot Rod by Ministry. Oh, I got two. Uh, Radar Love, that's by Golden Earring. Oh, such a good start. And Tom Petty has a great driving song. Um, oh, what is it? Anything was possible. Hit cruise control and closed my eyes. Anyway, whatever that song is, great driving. Running down a dream. That's right. Thank you. Thank God You're you welcome. guys are here. <laughs> um, mine was Bad Habit, but let me also say, if it was Crack on Rosie by Neil Diamond, I'd still be like, woo, in the car. Doesn't matter. <laughs> That's good. In the car, out of the car. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. Christopher, do you want me to play your, your compilation? If you want to, yeah. discovered that this rock thing was true. Jerry Lee Lewis was the devil. Jesus was an architect previous to his career as a prophet. All of a sudden, I found myself in love with the world, so there was only one thing that I could do, was ding-a-ding-dang, my dang-along-ling-long.
usual, excellent work by our song compiler, Christopher. <laughs> really shows how superior Panama is to all those songs. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a strong take. <laughs> just, just in the terms of the mood that he's trying to set when you're driving, just how carefree and relaxed, but still driving fast. I can't believe nobody called in with Sammy Hagar. I can't drive 55. All right. Uh, Is that another one? (laughs) (laughs) What was yours again, Steve? It was Foreigner, Long, Long Way From Home. I just, I'm a big Foreigner fan. And when I hear that song, the radio goes up full and I'm just singing and screaming that song to the windshield. I'd love to hear some Foreigner talk. Don't hear enough Foreigner talk these days for my (laughs) taste. This is is already taking a turn. Okay, so the next call is um, a little bit of dying on a hill that I think snowballed into the whatever Bean was saying with that metaphor. But hey, guys, Steve and PV again. Two message one day. I just finished Ralph's podcast and the one hit wonder song he played today, Quarter Flash. I just don't think it's a one-hit wonder. They had two other songs that I saw and know very well. You know, Take Me to Heart and Find Another Fool hit 14 and 16, respectively, in the top 40 countdown. So two songs other than that one that went to number three in the top 20, that to me is not a one-hit wonder, and it wouldn't be on any other one-hit wonder list. I want to know what you guys think, or if you even care. All right. <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. So, Jen, you work a lot with Ralph on that list. Is that is there a rule that it has to be a certain level before it becomes a hit? Um, listen, I just posted to the webpage when I hear it on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but I think Ralph, you know, it's kind of how he decides if it's a one-hit wonder or not. Um, I remember Quarter Flash and that song, Harden My Heart in the 80s and I don't know exactly where it landed on the charts but I know it got a lot of top 40 airplay it's not one of my favorite songs but I don't know the other two songs he's talking about well first off Steve thank you for bringing up an 80s song yes <laughs> quarter flash hard in my heart I love that song so Steve's my guy wait didn't he say it was number three I thought he said that in his call the song that Ralph did as a one hit wonder got to number three but the other heart, ones, right? yeah, but the other ones got to like 14 and 20. And I don't know who Quarter Flash is. I'm sorry. I'm not a... If I didn't know better, better, <laughs> I would okay. swear I was Steve making these calls. Because I'll take any excuse <laughs> to talk about 80s music. What else Quarter... have you got on this one, though? He's got a lot of them. Um, he's got one-hit wonders I've never heard of as well. So let's see. The Heart of My Heart was this last week. Um, The week previously was I believe in a thing called love by the darkness God, that's you guys ever heard of that oh yes what do you mean have you heard it that was a carob oh, song man. how dare you yeah, okay I don't know what it is. oh I love um, that that was such a good song <laughs> oh, oh I miss it okay and so the week before that was just got lucky by Joe Boxers did you guys know that song no. Oh, I no. remember him no. talking about that. I should have known that because that's an 80s song too, and I didn't remember it. No. Yeah, and then then we got some Christmas songs, and then in November 10th, "Let's Go All the Way" by Sly Fox. You guys remember oh, that another one? Another great song. Yeah. So. <laughs> the the um, only one I knew of was the one that Lindsay got excited for because it was a K Rock song, when he said that he, he said that they had a lot of hits in Australia where they're from, but no mm-hmm. hits here in America, just the one. 
I used to blast that album so much. <laughs> oh, by the way, Steve, I like that you think we're the podcast police. Yeah, we're going to fix Ralph up real good. We'll, we'll yeah. take care of him. <laughs> Throw a flag on the play. Yeah. Right. But then that's settled. Give him 10 yards behind line of scrimmage. I'm a dork. I'm Let's sorry. Go to the next call. Music morning, guys. This is Stephen PV. Just do me a big favor. Delete and don't play the message I called in with about Ralph and the one hit wonder. After sleeping on it, I just, yeah, I just let it go. Chris made a good comment. It's just semantics. You know, I just, yeah, don't play it and don't play this, please. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. Okay, so Steve called again to say don't play those the last two calls. Steve, you should know better. Love you, Steve. Say no play to us is like waving a stake in front of a wolf. Didn't he take this to this Kevin and Bean Social Club page too and just get Oh, I hope so. Or was was that him? Yeah, he, he did. And I think he mentioned me commenting. I said, Yeah, it's just semantics. Just be glad he played a song you like, you know. And I think that's why he <laughs> called back and said, Never mind. That reminds I, me. I made a call to cup a chat chat line and I totally goofed it up. So I called back and I said, Bean, please don't play that. Let me redo it. And he didn't play my, he did play that. And then he played me saying, don't play it. <laughs> so thank you. Bean. There's a tradition of doing this, Steve. Sorry. It, right. it's a lot. Sorry. I'm sure he'll be thrilled to hear his podcast referred to as a cup of chat chat. <laughs> chat well, that is right. <laughs> yeah, perfect. It's a long one to say. I still stumble over it. Cup of chat and a report in Janky Town. <laughs> That's by far the lengthiest clip what we will listen to, but a retraction and a statement, a hot take, all of it all at once. Yeah, the retraction was important. And I got into it with Rob on email. You guys don't even know about that a long time what? ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And he said, this is a dictatorship. It's my show. If you, if you don't like it, start your own podcast. <laughs> So I kind of backed off of some of it for a while, you know, but that one, I just didn't know how Ralph being the same. And he and I are lockstep on so many things when it comes mm -hmm. to pop culture. Um, you know, he's picked a ton of my TV shows. He's picked a ton of my one hit wonders. And I just thought he would have a better understanding of this music and what is truly a one hit, you know, mm -hmm. but it's okay. Like you said, if you like the song, which I do, I like quarter flash. It's fine. But yeah, as also, long as you there's got water flash on. That's the important thing. And also, there's going to be a point where it's going to just start running out of one-hit wonders. You're going to have to adjust the scale to say, okay, a 14 on that scale is that we, we won't consider that a top 10 hit. You know, it's just going to get smaller and smaller. Like uh, last one-hit wonder was Thomas Dolby, and I was like, yep. he had another song that I remember. I remember him coming out with it. And it's being really popular, that hyperactive song. I guess it it charted like at 20 or something. I don't know. I think it's because of MTV that I remember these so well. Because Find Another Fool got a lot of play on MTV. That that hyperactive song got a lot of play on MTV. So that's why I think I remember a lot of these songs pretty well. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Steve, you did inspire something. We have something called the Podcast Police now that we do. It. Podcast Police. So, by the way, everyone out there, 
you can't get on the big shows, call us. We'll do the podcast police. We'll bust the bigger podcasts. We like to punch right. up. <laughs> well, and I also think too, he does, uh, or Ralph um, waits for people to call in to make suggestions. So, and then he'll do his research from there. Cause I remember this had to be like 80. Okay. Do you remember 1985? So I grew up in Northern California, the Bay area. And 1984-85, there was a group Alphaville, and they had Forever Young, yeah. right? And then yep. I want to say a year later, you had Aha, Take On Me, and then you had um, Scritty Politty, The Perfect Way. Oh, I used to, I love that song. Right? I used to mm-hmm. dance to that at a, a club in Santa Barbara all the time. Yeah. When I was younger, like junior high, it was, do you, do you remember Y&T, Summertime Girls? Yeah, of course. Okay, but those weren't hits all over the country. They were kind of regional. So that's why I'm, you know what I mean? If you called in to Ralph, he might only, he'd never heard of it because he was in Philadelphia or something like that. So so yeah. I think he relies on people to call in and request it. He's also done like regional hits. I remember yeah. he said, this was a regional song. And, you know, you might not. The Monroe's, the very first one he did was a regional hit. One that he liked that didn't even chart that high, but he just loved the song. And that was the first one hit wonder. Oh, like he said, it's a dictatorship. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, so the next clip has to do with uh, drops, and I believe the hot Cheetos drop in particular. Quitters never give up. Hey there, Stephen PV checking in, and I gotta say, everybody, I loved the most recent episode that dive on hot Cheetos. I'd forgotten exactly how that came in. I remember when Psycho Mike went out and was like on the corner trying to peddle them like drugs to little kids and stuff like that. It was hilarious. But uh, something I want to throw out there to all of you is, I don't know if you, if you guys have done this, but I have them and would be happy to share them with you. For the, the drops and sound bites from the show, that particular one, that girl that saying, I love hot Cheetos, I love it so much. That's my daughter's text tone. And I've got, you know, for voicemails, would you like to take that back, please? I mean, I can send all these that I've got to you. So just throwing that out there. Love you guys. Keep up the work. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. We yeah. need a segment called Calling Stephen Stoneman. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he calls. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. But uh, people are going to probably start thinking that part of the show that he's just that's calling right. in like Doug the Slug. We would love drops. We always love drops. I will take all kinds of drops. So he should come on the show. He should answer Lindsay's yes. DM and sit in on the show and play some drops for us. Yes. Is yes, it last week where on, I Steve. accused him of ghosting me? Yes. <laughs> okay. This last I'll, week. What was that? Uh, I mean... uh, (laughs) my son's text tone is one of ed win you know the the fbi he texted me we were on this call and i heard it nice that's his text tone one of my faves great oh the great ed win ladies and gentlemen i love him so much i love it you know maybe Um, we should do a website after all and if nothing else just put all the drops up there we can put uh, uh, the obviously the podcasts up there as well but a place for people to go because you have to search for them or people have them and even ralph said he was going to share a file with all the drops but that might be a fun place to host it all might be yeah well steve i have a question you have drops for everything you collect drops so you must be a fan of uh, kevin stockdale's site obviously absolutely now were you it sounds like you might be trying to jump over me 
Because Stockdale's number one fan, I always say. I think he might be jumping over me to number two. Did you ever go to Stockdale's site? I used to go, I would make like a three and a half hour uh, mega mix of Rodney drops to play when they're on vacation. Did you do stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. What I do is I download episodes and I just did it recently. I took some from back in early days, like 2006, for when I was driving up to Northern California, I was listening to the 2006 episode. Yeah, it's amazing how many people do that. That's how I met Jen. I think she was listening to 2007 or something and I was listening to 210 and we'd always message each other. Oh, I just heard this. I just heard that. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people still do that. Yeah, and it was a big hullabaloo on his mm-hmm. site when he replaced Dean and him at IHOP with Kevin and him at IHOP. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, and that archive, you know, if you just go to the main page, it starts at two, the end of 2006. But if you start digging into that archive, he's got stuff in there from the nineties as well. Oh, there's yeah, a lot. Dig yeah. A little more. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot in there. Well, and just before I forget, I want to let you guys know a connection I have with the show from back in the day. Do you guys remember when Dr. Mo would get on the phone with them and tell stories about crazy stuff in surgery from the ER that he had mm-hmm. or answer questions about medical things they had questions about? Yeah. Yeah, I know him. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, it's Dr. Mauricio Heilbron. He's a urologist in San Pedro. And when I worked for Bard Urological, I worked with him. Oh, oh nice. So I've got his I've got his cell. I've you know messaged him about, oh wait, I heard you on the show. And he's like, Yeah, it's really fun. You know, going on there with those guys. Yeah. So um, what he what is his text and ringtone? Oh, you know what? I gotta look back and see. I don't even know if I was doing them when I was really pinging him a lot. <laughs> um, no, he actually reached out uh to me and talked about Kevin and Bean and who he was and stuff. And um he's mentioned he'd be happy to come on our little podcast. Um, but I just haven't found a medical, I guess maybe now that there's the new stuck on TLC, maybe have him on about things stuck in people's bodies, but um, no, he's lovely. Yeah, really nice guy. Now that's what What's I was that, thinking. Lindsay? You said Dr. Mo. They always used to call him about things that got stuck in people. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you like to be <laughs> known for that? Put, yeah, putting up into their bodies and yeah. retracting. <laughs> and it's funny. It's like, those are the hardest episodes to listen to. Um, or the, when Ralph and Eddie were doing some of the sex you of things like that as well, or bad things that you put in your body that went wrong. It's like, I can't, I can't, I'm pulling the, the buds out of my ear. I can't, it's a hard one. So maybe that's why we haven't had on the show. <laughs> yeah. It's stuff that you get used to in the surgical world. I mean, I've been, I've had to deal with things like call the code Brown and you can figure out what that is mm-hmm. when, when the patient's on the table. And then other types of things with the human body that are prolapsed out or you know just all kinds of stuff and I'm just lucky that blood and all that stuff doesn't bother me so are you a doctor as well no I'm a surgical rep so for what what I Um, do for what I sell you know I sell products that are used in surgery so for urology when I was working with Dr. Halbron it was you know kidney stones so we had stents that were put in after they'd get a stone out, they'd have to keep the ureter open. I had balloons to get the ureter more open, baskets to retrieve the stone. I had radioactive seeds that would go in the prostate for prostate cancer. And I had women's urology. So for incontinence and pelvic reconstruction, all that stuff too. Okay. Uh, My sister does that for spinal and orthopedic. Oh, I'm in that space now. 
Okay. Cool. Yeah. That, nice. Yeah. Do you know, know anybody? <laughs> <laughs> so do you know anybody that can replace my leg for a penis? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You bring that up. Because I sent something in to you guys. I thought about that. Did you guys get a call from me on that? Christopher is, is jumping the gun, but I will look that one up instead. Chris Labeled blood, love stuff like that. Blood-filled <laughs> leg. It's not that bad. Hey, guys. It's Stephen PV checking in. I'm calling this time regarding a Ralph episode where Eddie was talking about having a problem with the regenerated leg and that he'd rather just have it be a leg that would be filled up when it like a penis would get erect and I have called on urology for a lot of my surgical career I understand the anatomy and what would happen there so what he would have to do is draw his picture of drawn in 60 seconds of this person with their leg getting full and then just completely passing out because the amount of blood it would take to fill a leg would make the person pass out Love you guys. Bye. So that is our blood-filled leg call. <laughs> oh, blood-filled leg at the troop. Wow, great. <laughs> so it can't be done, is what you're telling me. That's a big no. It wouldn't work. <laughs> it would just be like blood loss if you were bleeding out. It'd be this, all that blood rushing into a different part of the body like that. All right. Well, moving on to something very timely. <laughs> hey, guys. It's your only caller, Stephen PV, calling in one more time with the exciting news that the Rams are in. The Super Bowl, you know, and it brings me back to another time they were there and they put together a video. <laughs> if you guys can find that episode or go back, because I think Kevin and B must have played this. Just ram it. Anyway, it, it speaks for itself. And, you know, with, with ram it, you know, Sulu is going to be, oh my. Hi. Hey. on for about four minutes in that vein there's your ramit song there's your one hit wonder ralph <laughs> the rams never had another hit after that one did they do one for this super bowl run well while i was googling and youtubing these uh there were some covers that were made so i'm just going to pull up there's an uh, interview and i'm sorry it's with ryan seacrest he is interviewing Joe Jonas, who ends up doing a live cover of this, but they also bring up that Elton John has covered it. And I thought, we can't have that as the only version of our team's song. Right. No. So I'll explain what we need you to do coming up next. Sure. I'm going to give you the lyrics. And just to give you an example of what we've had people do. No pressure. Well, Elton John, for example. <laughs> Heard of him. So he was the most generous guy. He, come, he came right here to this studio one night. No pressure, right? And he'll be fine. He, he, and he did it in one take of 37 seconds. Um, oh yeah, yeah, great. But here's what he did. Ram it. Do you know how to ram it? Oh please, just ram it. And he really gets into it. Do you know how to ram it? 
We will be rocking in LA. So let's ram it today. Just ram it. Yes. We are going to ram it. Just yeah, ram that's it. That's where he just ram it. Everybody ram it. <laughs> we'll be rocking in LA. Say hello to the Rams today and ram it. I mean, he's, now he's like on his feet. Ram it. <laughs> wow. Ram it. Is he not the most amazing wow. individual in the world to do that for yeah, us? Yeah, it is amazing. It well, we're going to do it live. Love to sing. <laughs> yeah, you made the background vocals? Uh, yeah, sure. <clears throat> Here okay. we go. And this is Joe Jonas singing Ram It. Ram It. Do you know how to ram it? Just, just, just ram it. Do you know how to ram it? We'll be rocking in LA, so let's ram it today. Just ram it. We're gonna ram it. So there you go. The deep dive that we never thought we needed on the song awesome. Ram It. <laughs> when was that recorded? Uh twenty sixteen, I believe. When I mean okay. uh, when the Rams returned to LA. Burr. I All I know is that. I want a George Takei version. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sounds like Steve's warming up the pipes for an impression. Yeah. Send that into Ralph. <laughs> Ralph would be better. Hey, everybody. It's Steve and PV checking in once again. And yeah, I remember when old Big Pappy used to hit all kinds of home runs. Yeah. No, Big Pappy. You know, congratulations on your your Big Pappy. I know how much you love him. Congratulations on. Did you his say Pappy? Con- yeah, Poppy, Pappy. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> I just don't know where Bean comes up with this stuff. That was Sometimes. just so funny. <laughs> it's but his English accent. That's what it is. Yeah, definitely his British accent. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah. This is the very last one regarding a certain song that we all love. Hey guys, it's Steven PV checking in again. And I was listening to Cup of Tea in a chat for today, Monday, and they were covering a story on this guy in Russia that uh, was a security guard that uh, put these faceless paintings that were worth a lot of money, eyeballs on them. How? I mean, look, 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 how? Did they not draw an opportunity to eyeballs, 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 eyeballs? With the playing of two eyeballs and the calls that Steve has made on his phone to us in the last two months. And what a great song that is. Nice. Yay! Yay. And they used to bring that one out a lot at Halloween. Didn't they have the guy that made it come on? And he said, yeah, he was a kid and he had a keyboard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he had like a Casio, Casio toy yeah. guitar. Sorry. No, you guys said that. That was impressive that you guys actually said that exact same time. Twins. Twinsies. So, Steve, speaking of calling in, you sound like the kind of super fan. Did you call the Afro line? Did you try to get what to do, nephew? Keep it 100. Did you ever get on the show in the old days? 
You know, no, I didn't. I really kind of, I felt with so many people that would call in, I would never have a chance to actually get on. But, you know, with, with podcasts, you know, I had Bean grab a call that I did when Allie was moving and put it at the end of one of the episodes. That's the only time he's put me on. But Ralph's put me on a bunch of times. It's such and a I have thrill, direct message. It? Yeah, it's a, I have direct message with Kevin. If it's not him, it's his assistant, Linus. I'm not sure who's actually responding to me. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, King of Mexico and I have messaged. Allie and I have messaged. So it's it's been nice to kind of, you know, get to know some of these people a little bit personally. I'm old and old like you, so I go back to Kevin and me when it was hard to reach him. Email wasn't a thing in the 90s. So when it started to come where you could email a guy or then later on Facebook or Twitter, I'm, I'm like, holy cow, I'm talking to Kevin. I'm talking to Lisa. It still blows my mind that we can talk to these people. Well, you got on a lot. I mean, you were you came up with great takes and funny stuff all the time, Edwin. It was, yeah, yeah that's Ralph why was really, I really... To me. He would read a lot of my well, stuff. And the fun thing was, he could have just read it, took the joke, but he would always say, this is listener Edwin, and he would read it. They were always very generous that way. I think people recognize Bean, that they Bean were very big-spirited and generous and honest. I think that came through. I think that's why they have the community to, that they have, that we're all friends and the, the websites and stuff. I think they're very decent people. The ones that have come on have all been really awesome sat with us for hours which i never thought <laughs> i know it blows happen. my mind when we yeah, were talking to ralph was... i'm looking at him he's talking to me i'm like i was freaking out inside i'm like that's ralph <laughs> <laughs> how many steve related drops do you have because we were all talking about it and i know that there was a drop war clip that's just like steve but do you have any others that are you related no, I don't, you know, the, the hit at Steve, I mean, somebody just put that out on Facebook and I replied back and I said, thanks for recognizing me. It was a thankless position. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I don't have a lot of Steve drops. I should look into it. Do you have a favor from the Kevin and Bean days? I mean, FBI is up there. That was when I got that drop. That was the one that I was probably one of the most <laughs> excited. And the kids saying, yay, those two are just all time for me. That I love. Those are great. Did you make a request when they did the drop show? I did, and I can't remember what it was. I, I have to look back, but I did. I made a request, and it it did get played. Oh, good. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Because we like you. Hey.